A very good evening to you, and thank you for tuning in to Calvary Baptist Church Half Hour Broadcast. I am Pastor Joseph J. Manson. It's a pleasure to be with you this evening. This is a new beginning, a brand new year. We are into 12 days to the year 2019. And tonight I want to share with you something of uh, um, title God, Prayer, and Hard Work. As we begin this new year, I want you to focus on God as in honoring Him in your life, resolving to obey Him, honor Him, because He's your source, He's your anchor, He's the one who is a lifter of your head, He's the one who will order your steps. He is the one who makes things happen for you. And therefore, make it your aim this year, 2019, to honor God, praise Him, and bring glory to His name. And then I want you to also make it a year of prayer, a year where you will lift up your voice and pray. Pray and pray through. Pray and make your supplication made known to God. Bring all your requests and everything before him. And as you do that, I want you also to work very hard. Work very hard this year so that your expectation may come through. Work very hard. Whatever you find your hands doing, work very hard. God has promised to bless the work of our hands. And therefore, work very hard at your workplace. If you are in business, do genuine business and work very hard good customer service. If you are in the service industry, do a very good customer service. And when you work very hard, if you are a farmer, work very hard, tell the soil, plant, water, and God will bring the increase. God will bless the work of your hands. You know, when we enter New Year, we do a lot of declaration that this year I will receive this. This year I will travel. This year I will get married. This year I will build my house. This year I'll have financial breakthrough. This year I'll have financial freedom, independence. All these things you can declare them, but for them to come to pass, you must acknowledge God as the one who will make it come to pass, as the one who is your source. And you must also pray to this, your Heavenly Father. Whatever request that you have, make it known. When you seek Him, you'll find Him. When you knock the door, it will be open for you. You know, God will open the door for you when you spend quality time praying and going to his presence and honoring him. And you must also work very hard. God will not let things fall from the sky onto your laps. There are a lot of things that are on TV today where magics are being performed for money to come. You know, I was watching a TV recently when uh, the person leading them, the so-called man of God said, put your bag there, now let it be filled with money. And lo and behold, I watch it live, and the bags were filled with money. Beloved, this is not from God. These are done by magical powers, dwarf powers. God believe and honor dignity. Work, work with your hands. The work, the work culture God has given to us. Genuine source of worth comes from hard work that God has blessed. Work that honors God. Work that glorify God. So tonight, I'm just saying that we serve a big God. Whatever your image of God is, go bigger. Joshua 
chapter 10, verse 6 to 15, Joshua was given a tax. That was God's size tax. With God's help, he was able to do extraordinary things. We're going to study that. But we just want to emphasize again that this year, focus on God, prayer, and hard work. Everyone will have something that they want to achieve this year. How big is your God? How big is your faith in this God? How big is the biggest prayer I've ever prayed? How big your God is depends on how much you allow him to be God. Whatever you think, go bigger. I want you to attempt great things for God this year. Believe him that your God is big. Your God will be, will be able to do everything for you. And therefore, have big ideas for God, for your life. As you spend time in prayer, as you focus on God, resolve to honor him, obey him, and as you work very hard, diligently, and excel in everything that you do this year. At times, we put God in a box and then live our life within that box. He's so much bigger than that box. God is able to do bigger things if you trust him and if you uh, resolve to believe in him and do greater things this year. We are told to hang in there at times, never give up, to keep on going. But truth to be told, most people stop way short of what God wants for their life and most never even reach their goals because they give up so easily. Don't give up this year. Don't give up. Look up to God. Trust Him and He will bring it to pass in your life. Work very hard. Focus on Him. Pray a lot. Spend time in prayer and work. Don't just spend time, pray, 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 pray without work. Expecting that something will come from the sky. God does not work that way. Yes, he had done that before in the past where he rained manna for the people of Israel. But he also taught them to work with their hands. He taught you and I to work with our hands and trust him to bless the work of our hands. So um, most of us are quitters in the face of obstacles. Don't quit when the times the going is hard and you are struggling, continue to trust God and focus on him and he will bring it to pass in your life. It's very, very important that you understand this as you begin a brand new year. We don't look at a long range, but we want immediate gratification. I want it now. I want it now, now, now. You know, instant coffee Christianity. God does not work that way. God wants you to grow. He wants to grow you. He wants you to learn to trust him. Each step of the way. When God told Moses to take the people of Israel out of Egypt to the promised land, God did not give Moses a map that will lead him straight to the promised land. Moses has to believe and depend on God each step of the journey. Each step of the journey. That God wants you to recognize that you depend on him. Recognize him and register your dependency on him. And therefore, don't look for immediate gratification. Your faith will grow through endurance. Continue to trust him in every decision that you are making as we have entered this new year. and It's going to be a blessing for you. I do not think that most realize that their dream was close and they never saw it to completion because they quit so soon. Our test this evening is a God-sized accomplishment fulfilled by a human being Listening to God and God hearing his prayer. Joshua's accomplishment 
did not come to him because of whose sons he was. It came to him for believing God and hearing God's voice and actively responding to the challenge that God has given him. Let me set this up for you. It was Moses who brought Israel out of Egypt and right to the edge of the promised land. Moses sends 12 spies into the promised land. Ten of the 12 spies came back and said that the land cannot be taken by Israel. It was only Joshua and Caleb that saw what God intended them to see. They were not sent to see if Israel was big enough to take them, but see what God was giving them. Did you hear that? They were not sent into the land to see if Israel was big enough to take that land, but to see what God was giving them. Because of Moses' decision, he was not allowed into the promised land. Moses made heaven, but he was not included on what God was doing at the time. So, do you understand this? Moses led Israelites around in a circle for 40 years in the wilderness after his disobedience. Anyone over 20 years old died and never saw the promised land. Only Joshua and Caleb were spared. Joshua was appointed to take Moses' leadership spot and take them into the promised land. How those that saw God provide a miracle in, in the escape from Egypt and the great crossing of the Red Sea didn't believe God big enough to take them into the promised land. Isn't that all funny? A whole generation died off before another generation rose and saw his promises come to pass. Think about that as we read the text for this evening. Now, turn with me to Joshua chapter 10. Joshua chapter 10. And I'm reading from verse 6 to 15. Joshua 10, 6 to 15. So let's read together. The men of Gibeon quickly sent messengers to Joshua at his camp in Gilgal. Don't abandon your servants now. They pleaded. Come at once. Save us. Help us. For all the Amorite kings who live in the hill country have joined forces to attack us. So Joshua and his entire army, including his best warriors, left Gilgal and set out for Gibeon. Do not be afraid of them, the Lord said to Joshua, for I have given you victory over them. Not a single one of them will be able to stand up to you. Joshua traveled all night from Gilgal and took the Amorite armies by surprise. The Lord threw them into a panic, and the Israelites slaughtered great numbers of them at Gibeon. Then the Israelites chased the enemy along the road to Beth Horon, killing them all along the way to Axica and Makeda. As the Amorites retreated down the road from Beth Horon, the Lord destroyed them with a terrible hailstorm from heaven that continued until they reached Axica. The hail killed more of the enemy than the Israelites killed with a sword. On the day the Lord gave the Israelites victory over the Amorites, Joshua prayed to the Lord in front of all the people of Israel. He said, Let the sun stand still over Gibeon and the moon over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still 
and the moon stayed in place until the nation of Israel had defeated its enemies. Is this event not recorded in the book of Joshua? The sun stayed in the middle of the sky and it did not set us on a normal day. There has never been a day like this one before or since. Then the Lord answered such a prayer. Surely the Lord fought for Israel that day. Then Joshua and the Israelite army returned to their camp at Gilgal. Amen. So this is a word of the Lord, you know. And I'm just going to take you through some of the things that we can learn from this passage that we just read. In Joshua 10, verse 6 to 15, that is a very powerful text that I've just read for you. It gives us a picture of God who gives us what we need when we need it. When Joshua needed the daylight to fight the battle, God gave him. He prayed to the Lord God, answered him, and the sun and the moon stood still. This is an example of a God that listens to us when we pray to him. It proves that God is still in the miracle business. God can make the unthinkable happen. God can make the unthinkable happen. God can make a miraculous creative event happen in our lives. Picture what God wants you to do this year. Communicate with God to make sure you are on his page. You are in his world, his plan and purpose. And that what you have set yourself up to do this year will bring honor and glory to his name. Communicate with him. Understand that the same miracle God recorded in the Old Testament, is the same God we serve today. Write this down. Every generation thinks they are closer to God than the younger generation. They think their music was better. They think that they experience God and the younger generation is not. We have the mindset that the cemeteries are filling up with the last of the spiritual giants. and The next generation will lose what has been gained. No, God works in miraculous way every now and then. He, every generation, God has a way of picking people, his Joshua's and Moses, and use them for every generation. So God is still in the miracle working business. And he can use people of our time, our generation, to accomplish his purposes. Uh, we have to be very careful. Every person that takes a stand for truth will be called a bigot, hate monger, old-fashioned, out of touch, ignorant, not just a large generation. Everybody who stands for God will be ridiculed. Moses, people forgot what God had done. They forgot the miracle God had done for them in the escape of Egypt and the miracle at the Red Sea, the crossing of the Red Sea, God was not happy with them. God was not enthused with them at all. Joshua dared to believe God at his word and took a stand for God. Every generation has its hot bottom that caused controversy. Every generation looks down on the younger and wants them to experience God the way they did. God is fresh and new every day and is able to reach a new generation in a new and fresh way. When Moses' generation passed, God chose Joshua. And God used Joshua in a very powerful way. So the older generation shouldn't think that when they leave the scene, that is it. Every generation, every season, God calls his people that he anoint to accomplish his purpose. He's the same God. He never changed. 
and it transcends through culture and through generation. God is able to do it even in our lifetime. When I read a text like this, I asked myself two questions. What is God trying to tell me in the scripture? What does God want me? Number two, what does God want me to do with what he has just shown me in the scripture? Joshua and the army of Israel are mowing down nations and conquering cities. Joshua gets where the five kings are getting together their resources and coming after Israel. Gibeon is being attacked and they ask for Joshua's help. Joshua and his army turn around and march 20 miles in the dark of night and surprise them. After he decides to help, God tells him in verse 8, The Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear them, for I have given them into your hands. Not one of them shall stand against you. What should you see here? God uses people. God uses people. He uses the old generation. He uses the younger generation. He uses all the people of war and valiant warriors. He uses people who dare to trust him. Dare to trust him. Dare to trust God. When you dare to trust God, God will come through for you. Hallelujah. He uses people that are sensitive to hearing his voice and responding to him. He uses people that don't drag their feet and wait for the enemy to attack them, but attack for the cause of Christ with all the tools of the arsenal that God has given them. The soldiers pack up their staff and follow Joshua in the dark to a place they were unsure of because they knew that Joshua had heard from God. and Though they could not see the light, they had God's blessings, even in the darkness. Groping through the darkness, they knew they had God's blessings. When you are praying for a miracle, don't expect God to do it all. You may have to fight for it in prayer. You may have to give up a weekend and wait upon the Lord. You may have to spend some money. You may have to um, get out of your comfort zone. You may be inconvenienced. You may have to listen to someone from a younger generation or your own generation. You may have to try new things. We can today learn a lesson from Joshua and his army. I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. I know that if you do the same old thing the same old way, there will not be changed. I know that God is big enough to do things in fresh and creative ways that does not take away from the large generation and how they did things. I know that a church of just old people will not be around very long and that God raises up people every day for tasks that are too big in themselves but not too big for God. We will do great things for God because he has told us to not fear the enemy but take the hill at full charge in the power of God. One thing to remember, God uses people young and old. God still does miracles. As they fled before Israel on the road down from Beth Horon to Akzika, the Lord held large hailstorms on them, and more of them died from the hill than were killed by the souls of the Israelites. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, Son, stand still over Gibeon, and you moon over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, Till the nation avenges itself on his enemy. Hallelujah. You don't want to be on the wrong side of God. 
He killed more with a hailstorm than the sword of Israel. That should keep you humble. It's not about you. It's about God and what he wants to do. It's not about your might. It's not about your wisdom, your ability, your wits. It's not about your talent. It's not about your giftedness. It is about what God wants to do at any material time. His aim is so good. No Israelites were killed fighting with eyes, balls flying over their head. It is obvious here that God does miracles. It's also obvious that God does not need our help, but chooses to use his people to accomplish the tasks of God. You don't need to be arrogant when you are serving God. You don't need to raise your shoulders when you are serving God. Because God is able. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly over and above what you think or you plan. Because he's God. And it's all about him and not about you. If you are not there today, God can still choose and handpick somebody that will continue to do the work. And if you do better than what you did. In all our smartness, we know that the sun does not rise and the sun does not set. The earth rotates around the sun. The God that created this universe can certainly stop the rotation of the earth for a day for Joshua to get the time needed to fulfill his assignment. If God never does it again, it's his choice. He is God. Hallelujah. He's a God of a miracle. And he can do what he chooses to do. He does not need your advice. does not need my permission. does not need your permission. He is God. He's the creator and the ruler, preserver of the universe. And he chooses to do what he wants to do. Back to the beginning of the sermon. I said, how big is your God? How big is your faith? How big is the biggest prayer you have ever prayed? Daniel in the lion's den, God closed the mouth of the hungry lions. Because Daniel saw his God as so big that he said, that even if I go there and I die, I know my God will deliver me from the lions. But if not, I will still not compromise on praying to an idol. I will pray to the God of Israel. Jabez prayed that God will enlarge his territory. And God said, yes, I will enlarge your territory. How big is your God, beloved, tonight? How big is your God? I want you for this year to focus on God and focus on prayer and work very hard. Excel in everything that you do. Work very hard. Put your hands, roll your leaves, dirty your hands and work. And God will bless the work of your hands. Don't just make a declaration and claim things. Just go to him in prayer. Put your supplication before him and ask him to see you through and come through for you while you work hard. The opportunity that is open for you, the doors that are open for you, seize them and work very hard. When you do this, it's going to be a blessing for you this year. You see, Jabez prayed that God will enlarge his territory. When God enlarge your territory, it means I give you more scope, more land to work and work very hard. Beloved, if you want God to enlarge your territory, be ready to work very hard. Be ready to be prayerful. Be ready to resolve to obey him, honor him in everything that you do. Be ready to make God your focus, your source, because he is your the lifter of your head. He is the one who orders your steps in everything that you do. Pray to him. Pray to him and focus on him and believe on him. David prayed. He could bring down the Philistine giant. Why? He did it with a stone and a slingshot. He trusted his God. 
that this uncircumcised Philistine who defiled the armies of Israel, I'm going to bring him down. And everybody was screaming for him. Now how dare you stand before such a, a huge giant? He said, the God that delivered me from the, the paws of a lion and a bird will, will bring this uncircumcised Philistine. He will deliver him into my hands. How big is your faith, beloved? How big is your faith? Now, when God makes a promise, he keeps it. It may take you 100 years, but God will keep his promises and his, his anointing on those that he calls to a task. When God calls you and place you at a place and give you a task, he will give you what it takes to accomplish the task. If God, if God did not put you there, then sorry for you. But if he really put you there, he will give you the grace to accomplish the task for which he has given you. Trust him this year. Trust him. Focus on him. Pray and ask him to come through for you. If God comes through for you, you see his glory. You see his hands. You see the great things that God will do in your life. Great things that God will do in your life. Great things that God will bring to pass in your life because you dare to trust him. Hallelujah. Dare to trust God. Dare to put your trust in him. Work very hard. Focus on him. Pray. Excel in everything that you do. Everything that you do, do it as unto the Lord and bring it out to him. And this year you will see happiness. This year, you see the grace of God abounding for you. I'm going to ask you to pray your impossible prayer to the Lord tonight. Some of you need healing. How big is your God? Some of you need financial breakthrough and blessings. Some of you need to restore a relationship that has been broken a long time. Some of you have been given a tax from God and you are scared to step out in it. Some of you have waited a long time and you have given up on the dream God gave you. Joshua asked God to stop the sun. Is there anything that the creator could not do that lines up with his word? Is our God too small? We keep him in a box. We pray prayers that we ourselves could not. And we do not ask him for the impossible. What is it tonight you want to ask God? The sky is the limit. I just want you to pray at the sound of my voice. As you are hearing this broadcast, I want you to pray and ask God whatever you are looking for this year. I've said you must focus on him because he's a big God. See him as a big God. See him that, that with God there's nothing impossible. He said, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Tonight, as you pray, ask God big things. Ask him to lead you this year. Ask him to prepare your heart. Ask him to give you the grace for you to walk through and pray big prayer. Attempt great things for God and ask him to come through for you uh, tonight. Talk to your heavenly father. He's hearing you. Just bring your prayer before him. Ask him to give you grace. Ask him to protect you and shield you. Ask him to increase your faith in prayer. Ask him. Ask him to give you all what it takes to bring glory to his name. And ask him for the impossible. Let me pray for you. Tonight, Father, I bring all those who are hearing this broadcast that you will come through for them. Cause them to depend on you. 
cause them to, to see you as a big God, cause them uh, to, to work very hard this year, cause them to spend time in your presence in prayer, cause them to bring glory to your name. Father, I seal this prayer even in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Beloved, thank you for making time to listen to Calvary Half Hour broadcast. God bless you. I believe the message tonight has been a blessing for you. I am Pastor Joseph J. Mensah. Make a date with me, same time next week, and stay blessed.